0: Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Josemaria. On June 26, 1975, he went to heaven. He went to heaven as he entered the room where he used to work, which was not his own office, but the office of Blessed Alvaro, his closest aide and right-hand man for many years. Since 1975, St. Josemaria has been very active from Heaven. In fact, he used to say that he was going to be more useful in Heaven than on Earth because he would be able to be very close to all who were his children, his spiritual children, and all who turn to his intercession and that is all of us today we who love St. Maria, who are friends of St. Maria or children of St. Maria, we turn to his intercession his very powerful intercession he will help us in our ordinary work in our ordinary path in our ordinary duties family life in order to sanctify it, in order to sanctify all our lives so that we too can reach Heaven. That is our goal, and that is one of the paths that the Holy Spirit has wanted to be emphasized by Saint Maria the path of ordinary life as a way to holiness. In today's Gospel, the Gospel of the Mass of Saint Maria We read one of his favorite gospels, one of the passages that he commented on a lot during his lifetime and in his writings. It is taken from Luke chapter 5. It is the miraculous catch of fish, and it it, it also coincides with the calling of the first apostles. And it goes like this St. Luke writes, now it came to pass, while the crowds were pressing upon him to hear the word of God, that he was standing, he, Jesus, by the lake of Genesareth, and he saw two boats moored by the lake. But the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. And getting into one of the boats, the one that was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And sitting down, he began to teach the crowds from the boat. St. Josemaria would always comment that Christ came into his life in the same way that he came into the life of Peter, without really asking for permission. He just, with a very kind gesture, in a very elegant way, just kind of nodded and got into the boat, got into his life. He just came in, in a very non-violent way but at the same time a very determined way in a very loving way if you look back at the vocation the story of the vocation of saint jose maria you'll notice that our lord popped into his life in in a rather beautiful way by moving him to To ask himself the question what God wanted of him upon seeing some footprints in the snow, footprints that were barefoot, and he realized that they belonged to a discoused Carmelite who was making a sacrifice and walking in the snow according to his call barefoot when St. Josemaria saw these footprints he immediately asked himself if this man can do this for God what should I do for God if this person has given himself entirely what could God be asking of me And that was the beginning of St. Josemaria's inklings of love, as he used to call them. And that's how Jesus got into his boat, into his life. Just by helping him reflect upon this sacrifice that another man of God had done in favor of God. We never know how far our sacrifices lead we truly leave that up to the holy spirit who prays within us and and inspires within others a change of life a conversion of life and that is exactly what the generosity of this religious priest of this monk had caused in the soul of young jose maria because of that event that he that he experienced in Logroño, in the city of Logroño, when he was a teenager, he decided to become a priest. And because of that, later on he would find out that God wanted him to be a priest so that he could found Opus Dei in 1928. That reminder, that great reminder in the Church of the fact that we all Whoever we may be, whatever our circumstance in life may be, are called to holiness. How did St. Josemaria, how was he able to see this call of God? I would like to say that St. Josemaria was able to perceive the call of God because he prayed. Because he was tethered to God. You know, he was the extension cord, if you will, between God and men. Because he prayed. That's how he was connected. And that's how we, too, can be connected. Saint Zermia later on in life used to say that we have to be in dialogue with the Lord all day long. One of his books is entitled Alone with God and another one Growing on the Inside. This really is is significant because he put a lot of emphasis on prayer on contemplation of the word of god in fact he turned to the word of god in order to find out how he ought to do the will of god how to find out what the will of god was for him and so he prayed in the with the words of the blind man that was lying by the by the road Outside Jericho, who whose name was Bartimaeus, and who yelled out, "Lord, that I may see," when when our Lord was passing by. And we know the gospel passage. Our Lord says, "You know, first of all, our Lord passes by without taking note of, of the blind man, and he yells all the louder." And then when, when he calls him over, he, he's asked by our Lord, what do you want me to do? And he says, Lord, that I may see. Ut vidiam in Latin, Domino, Utvidiam. Saint Maria used that Latin prayer, domine ut vidiam, in or and repeated it many, 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 many times, many times so that he may see what the will of God was for him. He turned to scripture in order to put himself in the shoes of Bartimaeus and pray that same prayer with great intensity so that our Lord would show him what he wanted of him. This silence that he carried within was what allowed him to see this marvelous work that he was then going to found, which is the work of God, or in Latin, Opus Dei, as he as he eventually named it. He didn't want it to have a name because, you know, he, he just wanted it to, to be a, 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 a great kind of um, river of graces, but that would go you know, kind of unnoticed, disappearing in a very humble way. But of course, eventually he had to give it a name, and he gave it Opus Dei, the work of God. Well, the work of God truly is our sanctification. That, you know, as our Lord says himself, this is the work of God, that we may believe in the Son of Man. Well, we do this through prayer. We do this by allowing Jesus to get into our boat. By allowing to sit down in our boat and actually, eventually teach others from our boat, from our lives, with our example. And that's what Jesus does in the boat of Peter in today's gospel. He sits down and begins to teach the crowd from the boat. At some point, our Lord, as St. Josemaria saw himself, um, our Lord will ask us to put out into the deep just like he asked Simon Peter to put out into the deep to drop the nets for a catch. It's very important that we in our prayer in that silence that meditative silence with God that we see the challenge of God to go out into the deep to take a risk and to lower our nets for a catch. Of course, we In this gospel passage, as you know, Simon answers and tells him in a very humble way, Master, the whole night through we have toiled and have caught nothing. But at your word, I will lower the net. And we know what happens. He immediately enclosed a great shoal of fish to the point that the nets were breaking. And they had to call for help uh, to the other boats. This is what happens in our lives as well. This great shoal of fish, this great catch of fish in great numbers, represents the abundance of God's blessings in our lives, and we will be able to to bear these fruits of holiness not because of what we do because we we could be toiling all night but because of what god does in us we just have to let him we have to let him give him permission but he will do the work he is the one that will that will sanctify us that will lead us to holiness all we have to do is not not kick him out from our boat to, you know to let him in i mean peter could have answered in a very i don't know in a very nasty way saying hey that's my boat get your own boat get out of here you know he could have done that i could see myself doing that you know to someone that wants my boat and just gets in but i don't know what it was it was our lord's smile his gesture his you know his capacity for inspiring friendship that somehow you know made peter think well i don't know who this guy is but you know, he's, he seems pretty friendly. He seems like, you know, he's got a great sense of humor. Let's see what he wants. I'll let him, you know, be in my boat. Well, in our prayer, the way we let our Lord do in us is by struggling to let him do in us. Our struggle, whatever our toil is, you know, toiling all night, is is useless. It's totally useless. Unless we struggle against ourselves, against our pride, against our laziness, against our comfort zone. You know, going out into the deep is not comfort. And let him actually take over in a free way. Look at what St. Josemaria says in uh, at the end of one of his retreats in 1931, October 9th, 1931. He writes this in his intimate notes. Today, in my prayer, I renewed my resolution of becoming a saint. I know I will accomplish this. Now, I will stop here. This is not where it ends. But uh, if you if you stop here, you might think, wow, this is like, you know, very proud, very arrogant of St. Josemaria to say, I know I will accomplish my sanctity. I will become a saint. In fact, he did. But it seems very proud, you know, to just say, I will do it. No. That's because it doesn't end here. The sentence actually has a long dash that says, not because I am sure of myself, Jesus, but because I am sure of you. That's the complete story. I will become a saint, and I know that I will I, I will accomplish this. Long dash. Not because I am sure of myself, Jesus, but because I am sure of you. And we could be sure of Jesus, not of ourselves, because of ourselves we probably won't accomplish anything. But... And I'm sorry if I insult some people that actually accomplish something. But anyway, in comparison with what God does in us, all the great accomplishments that we can possibly do are nothing. Are nothing. Are nothing. And all the accomplishments that are really worthwhile, the supernatural ones, are impossible for us if we don't allow Jesus to actually do this in us. Same as where you had to struggle. This is a struggle. Again, the struggle is focused not on acquiring our holiness by ourselves, but in letting him do in us. In, in The struggle in getting out of the way. That's where the struggle is. And why is it a struggle for St. Josemaria to get out of the way? Because, for instance, one time in England, when St. Josemaria was in England, he he became discouraged why did he become discouraged because he saw that it was impossible for him to do anything in England when he saw all the power of the bankers and the money and the just the cultures that reigned in the city of London and he said I hear Jose Maria you can do nothing it's just so big for you to evangelize here it's just it's not italy it's not spain where you you know more or less kind of know your people or whatever no he was awed by the kind of cosmopolitan nature of london and he became sad because he just didn't know he didn't even know how to start biting into this apple you know it was you know, here you can't do anything it's just impossible how are you going to start you know to to tell people about Christ and and about the church and about their salvation and he felt a moment of of powerlessness of frustration and and then deep within his soul again within the context of his prayer what does he hear deep within he had a, a kind of locution an extraordinary moment When our Lord tells him in his soul, José Maria, you can't do anything, but I can. And then his soul was filled with peace. This is this is the struggle. To not let ourselves be fooled by ourselves in thinking that we are gonna do anything. It's our Lord who's going to do everything. Here you can't do anything. But I can, our Lord says to each one of us. And, you know, if if St. Josemaria was awed and phased, we could say, by the, the, just the power of the world and the structures of the world, you know, in, represented by those people kind of, you know, walking by in the city of London in rush hour, we can imagine we can only imagine how sad we would become and how phased we would be when we truly consider how many defects we each one of us has, and you know, and especially as Saint Josemaria used to say, when we touch our defects with our hands, quote unquote, you know, because we feel or we have a direct experience of how limited we are, and we cannot accomplish everything we want to accomplish, or or we fail, or we sin. Or we are so lukewarm and we 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 become downcast here who's gonna sanctify me (laughs) how am I ever gonna be a saint I can't but it is at that moment when we have to not give in to pessimism because that's what the devil wants that's when we have to let God do in us and say and hear listen to him say to us hear you Can't do anything, but I can. For men, all things are impossible, but for God, all things are possible. That's what our Lord says about the rich. You know, He says, you know, when the apostles say, Who then can be saved? Well, it's very difficult for the rich man, uh, our Lord says, you know, rich in heart, to be saved. But but it's not impossible for God to save the rich, you know, if they let Him. And it's true. Even rich people are called to holiness. Everyone is called to holiness. The poor and the rich, the young and the old, the, the short and the tall, it doesn't matter. Men, women, whomever. But we have to let God do in us. That's why sanctity, even though it's impossible in and of itself for us to accomplish by ourselves, when we let God do, then it is very much something that we have at our fingertips. But it takes a lot of humility. A lot of humility to let God do in us. Just like Peter. Peter had to realize that his toil was nothing. But at his word, at your word, Lord, I will lower the net, and then, immediately, the great shoal of fish. St. Maria used another image for explaining what our holiness is like he said you know holiness is like going up that staircase that is so big because we're just little kids we're just tiny toddlers and we try and try and try and try to go up one step and fail and we just come back down and we try again and we try again and we try again and that's all our effort you know our effort to do all our norms of piety our prayer and it's just it's impossible We get distracted. We fail. We sin. We come back. We come back down to the first step. Because the staircase is too, each step is too big for us. But then, all of a sudden, our Father God sees us and chuckles and says, Oh, poor, poor child. What effort he or she makes in going up one little step. And then, all of a sudden, he takes us. And takes us all the way up to the top of the stairs. Without any effort on our part. It's God who does everything. That image was so dear to St. Maria He repeated it several times throughout his life. To help us understand the divine filiation. That we are children of God. And, and, and not only divine filiation. But in his own eyes. In his personal interior life. He saw himself as a little child not just as a child, because a child could be grown up, but as a little child before God. And then if we, you know, he became a little child and his falls didn't matter anymore. His sins didn't matter. You know, he would say in one of his writings how when an old man falls, it causes laughter. And then he breaks all these bones. When a little child falls, immediately mom is right there you know and no one is surprised and they just kind of bounce right back up that's what we have to do in our interior life we have to be small children that let that let their mother or father come to their aid immediately this is this is how we will be holy but how do we do that again through a relationship with god through prayer 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 which takes us to that great silence with God being alone with God so that we can grow on the inside these are phrases of saint jose maria that he loved much speaking of silence of the silence of prayer i remember at the canonization of saint jose maria on october 6th 2002 i was in rome i heard this story later on um the um the mayor of rome was invited by the by the father or the prelate and we call him the father saint jose maria wanted us to call him um to be on you know in the Sagrato, next to the altar in saint Peters square you know close to the pope close to the authorities and dignitaries um as you know he was the mayor of rome after all so he was there in the morning but you know he being a man who liked to be with his people he said i don't like to be here on on the stage you know at the top i want to go down and and go to the um the uh the farthest seating in so-called section nine which was very far away kind of almost a kilometer or two away um from the stage in Saint Peter's, Saint Peter's Square, so it was close to. He was he he walked all the way down to uh, close to Castel uh, Sant'Angelo, and he was there getting interviewed by all sorts of people, and you know because everybody knows him, and he was talking, and and then he said that a woman came up to him and said, "This was right before the ceremony started. It was a, actually a couple of hours before the ceremony started, but people were already gathering there." pray and this woman came up to him and said sir excuse me would you please be quiet we're in church of course they're outside they're not in church but they're outside you know waiting for the ceremony which had thousands of people in there but he was so touched by the fact that this woman didn't care who he was and probably didn't even know who he he was because she was probably a foreigner and asked him to be quiet because they were praying he realized that that was the important thing and he stayed in the back throughout the whole ceremony and and the uh, the father asked him later on where were you i didn't see you it's like well and he told him the story i stayed in the back because i was so moved by this woman who basically told me to shut up you know well this is this is how we are going to be holy if we shut up and allow god to come into our lives you know because we all have I don't know, a little person that wants to be the star, that wants to be on camera, that wants to be, you know, interviewed and wants to be the protagonist. But you know what? Our Lord, in a very, in a very kind way, is telling us listen, listen, listen to me. Hush, hush. Quiet down. Quiet that little, little proud person that we all carry within. And let me, let me tell you. The secrets of holiness. And you will hear those challenges of God. You know, go out into the deep. Go out into the deep and let your nets, drop your nets for the catch. That's the call. That's the call. Same as we always saw the call to holiness as a call to be transformed by our Lord in prayer. But he never saw it as just for me. The call to be holy is just about me and my holiness and me, me, me. It's not about me. It's about salvation of souls. We are here as soldiers of Christ, as the children of God, who are going to liberate all of creation that is groaning in travail until now, as St. Paul says, to paraphrase St. Paul to the Romans. You know, this is our call to free all of creation. And all of creation is waiting for the, you know, for the children of God, for the freedom of the children of God. This is, this is what we can do if we are united, if we're tethered through the state of grace in prayer with our Lord. It's how important that is. And so this call to holiness is not just call a uh, call to for you know, for me to be holy, and it's about making others holy. When we make others holy, Saint Josemaria called that apostolate, or we can call it like the new evangelization. He's part of the new evangelization. This thrust to go out and worry about the holiness of others. That's how we will become holy. But if we worry about our own holiness, we won't become holy. We have to worry about the holiness of others, and that's what this. This uh, challenge is all about, and in fact, Peter receives this challenge because he sees himself as nothing. He says, "Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord." When when they get the shoal of fish, he realizes that that it was not his own effort, but God's, and that he was trying to, you know, make it his make it look as if it was his own effort. But he realized, no, it's not mine. It's God's. And then he says, our Lord says, um, do not be afraid. Henceforth, you shall catch men. This is the call to apostolate. Our call to holiness is always a call to apostolate. In fact, St. Josemaria always saw his call as an overabundance of his life within. So it really is, what unites holiness and apostolate is prayer. Prayer for our holiness, and when it overflows, it becomes apostolate, really. Prayer, if we we do it right, if we really talk to our Lord, if we really deal with him, we may start asking for banal things, but at some point he will help us to start thinking about the others. This is what that is all about. As we say in the prayer card to Saint Josemaria, "Grant that I too may learn to turn all the circumstances and events of my life into occasions of loving You, and serving the Church, the Pope, and all souls with joy and simplicity, lighting up the pathways of this earth with faith and love." That's what we want to do, and we can do that today. Let us um, let us turn to Mary. Uh, of whom St. Josemaria was so fond. He always ended with her. In in all all his meditations, he turned to her at the end because, again, he saw himself as a little child just going to his mother. And he considered the presence of Mary so powerful. Just like when Mary um, said the angel let it be done unto me according to thy word she incarnated the the word of God in her womb so too we can let God in our lives and incarnate him and take him to others immediately with with great haste because there's no time to waste and that's what our lady did when she ran to the hill country and brought Jesus to her cousin Elizabeth and to John the Baptist, who was in the womb with her. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.